Welcome to your most visionary life. On this weekly podcast, I chat with visionary humans and I'm asking them the one question that you probably want to know the answer to. How did they create, launch, and build the business of their dreams? My name is Kelsey Rydell and I am the founder of Visionary Life and the Visionary Method 90-Day Business Coaching Program for aspiring and startup entrepreneurs. The intention behind all of our visionary content is simple, and that is to plug you into the people, inspiration, and information that will help you to live and to lead your own most visionary life. As you begin to listen to the episodes, you'll discover one obvious and common thread, and that's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us, but perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. This show will help you break down the intimidation behind launching a business, and it will shine a spotlight on people just like you with similar life experience who are creating the business and life of their dreams using the time-honored principles of consistent daily action. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Today's episode is a little bit different, and it will be something that happens on a reoccurring basis, and that is that I am doing a chit-chat or conversation or visionary riff, I don't even know what you want to call it, with my visionary assistant. Her name is Alex. She's amazing. We've only met once, and we actually met for the very first time, and then I threw her into this podcast recording um, when I searched for someone who could help me out with a bunch of tasks back in November and December. She had an application that truly blew me away and we got to know each other over the next few weeks and I decided to bring her on board the team. So she'll be in Toronto about once a month and we're going to try to record some episodes that are more just kind of like conversations between two girlfriends. And my hope behind these conversations and having you listen in is that it helps you to feel inspired or to have your questions answered or to get two different perspectives on whatever it is that we are chatting about. Alex is in a more corporate job right now, so working more of that Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Obviously, with my business, it is uh, full-on just me doing the freelance uh, coaching and running my own business. So I think we have two really unique perspectives, and it'll be fun to just get to know each other and record as we do so. So before we dive in, I just thought I would give some brief updates and just let you know where things are at. So as you know, the Visionary Method did launch a couple weeks back, and we have an incredible group of students going through the 90-day program right now. I could not be more thrilled with the students who have committed the next 90 days to ultimately transforming their life. If I'm being completely honest, I I don't take this program lightly. I truly believe in the power of it because I went through something similar a couple of years ago and it helped me to launch the visionary method. So I hold nothing back. Like everything that I have learned in order to launch a coaching or um, service-based business I share with you inside the group. So it's going to be really cool. A lot of wellness-based entrepreneurs, and I'm certain that 
that's because of my background, right? I am a holistic nutritionist by trade. And so a lot of people, uh, when they hear that, they're kind of attracted to work with me or to join the visionary method because they know I've been where they are right now. So that's one exciting update. Update number two was that I just got back from a trip to Fernie, British Columbia. So West Coast, Canada, beautiful, beautiful mountains. And I am just reminded, first of all, how beautiful our country is. Uh, But second of all, how much I need to spend time outside and to just get away from the daily computer work and the daily consulting projects that I do in order to refresh my brain. So it was so nice to get out there with Dave and to hang out with um, some of my family out there. And we just had a blast spending a lot of time in the mountains and doing the après ski parties and um, just resting and enjoying the views. And it really just inspired me to be more curious and to travel more often and to really spend less money on things and more on experiences, which is very much one of my definitions of visionary living, is spending money on all the things you want to do because you have that money because you aren't bogged down or house poor or car poor um, or don't have so much clutter in um, your home that took away a lot of your spending money. Um, Traveling also reminds me to constantly meet new people. I'm fascinated with the art of meeting people. And as I've gotten older, I've really tried to improve my get to know you skills, I guess. And I'm sure you can nod along with the fact that it can be hard to meet adult friends and to foster deeper relationships. But I think traveling really helps you to just strike up conversations with strangers and be reminded that there are so many people in this world to meet. And I just can't wait to plan our next trip. We had a really great 2018. I'm not sure how we're going to top it. In 2018, we went to France for a week. We went to Switzerland for a week. We went to Belize for a week. And then Fernie for a week, all in one, um, in one year, which is insane. Uh, I also did my own trip to Whistler and Vancouver for a friend's wedding and Florida and Prince Edward County for the very first time. So it's kind of amazing to see how much you can pack inside one calendar year. And I just want to encourage you all to make time, make space so that you can get inspired. Because if you're feeling maybe just bored of your regular life, or maybe just feeling stuck in your current patterns and maybe just stagnant. Like perhaps you're not sure why you're feeling stagnant, but you are. Get outside, get somewhere new. You don't have to travel on a plane. You could get on a train. You could drive yourself two hours north. You could go find a a new little coffee shop to hang out in for the day. That is travel. That is experience. And so don't wait until you have that flight across the world to start creating your most visionary life and packing that with travel. 
Beyond that, I also have a new blog post up for you introducing you to Team Visionary, one of which is Alex, who is sitting beside me on the show today to record. So if you like this episode, please let me know. Uh, It's definitely something new in the year and a bit that I've recorded this podcast. We have uh, never had a co-host before, and that's really how I see Alex's role. So I would love to hear from you what you think of the episode and if you have any feedback. And one more thing, I do have a contest going on right now because I never ever celebrated the one-year anniversary of the Visionary Life podcast, and I was pretty upset with myself that I let that one slip by. So I decided to do a giveaway where the winner will receive one 45-minute coaching session with me to help them start up or scale up their business. So all you have to do to enter is go to Instagram, find the photo where I'm throwing confetti (laughs) all over the place, and uh, just follow the instructions to enter there. I'll be choosing a winner on March 1st or March 2nd, um, and it's open worldwide, so no matter where you live, you can receive that prize. All right, so that is it. I hope you have an absolutely incredible week or weekend whenever you're listening to this. And as always, you know where to find me. I'm on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell and my website by the same name. All right, have a good one. Bye. So I'm here with Alex, who I just met for the very first time. It's kind of weird that we've worked together for a month and we've never actually sat down face to face. So it's nice to finally meet you. You too. I'm really happy to be here. (laughs) And I'm literally throwing Alex into a podcast recording. So if we're giggling a lot, it's because uh, I sprung this on her and I'm like, by the way, we're going to record a mini episode today. So I figure no way to get to know each other, like doing it in front of hundreds of thousands of people. (laughs) So true. I apologize if I laugh too much. I love to laugh. Giggles are welcome. And I'm not going to edit any of this out unless we like swear profusely or anything. So we'll just keep it super casual. So the point of this episode is really to just uh, get another voice on the podcast. I know that for the last year and a bit, it has either been solely me or me interviewing a guest. And one of my visions moving into 2019 was to change up the format a little bit. And I know personally that a lot of the podcasts I listen to, and I know you mentioned just before this, that it's kind of fun to just listen to people chat. And I don't know if that's because with how much we work these days, we feel isolated from having a lot of human connection and conversation, but I don't know. Do you listen to that type of podcast or do you enjoy that format? I love that format. When I'm walking to work or I'm driving to work, I just feel like having some conversation around me, I just enjoy it so much. And I find like that's what I tend to listen to when I'm at work even or just working on things on my computer. I just feel part of what they're talking about and a part of their journey and their lives. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I love about podcasting really about listening to them especially is that I just feel like someone's letting me in on their journey and I feel like I'm friends with them even though I'm not. (laughs) It's so funny. 
funny sometimes. I'm like, things are happening in their lives, or some of them have been pregnant, and I just feel like every week I turn in to be like, what happened this week? Like, mm-hmm. did their week go well? Is their pregnancy going well? I feel like I just know them so well. But if I met them on the street, they would have no idea who I am. But I would know so much about them. Completely, yeah. It is actually kind of creepy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, big fan. And I, do you watch YouTube ever, or am I weird that I watch YouTube? I watch YouTube. You do. Uh, not as much as I listen to podcasts because yeah. YouTube I find is like a deep hole sometimes, and I can just like get sucked in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did I even get to this video? I started with like the discovery channel Mm -hmm. and now i'm watching some animals talking to each other (laughs) it's the dark hole right you can go down and all of a sudden two hours has gone by but um yeah okay so let's dive in and let's get some rapid fire questions going so normally when i bring a guest on the show i always start with three to four rapid fire so i figure now that i'm bringing you on the show it's a great time to keep that same format so let's each ask each other three random questions it could be anything so I'll start by asking you a question, then you can ask me one, and we'll go back and forth. I want the listeners to also get to know you, because I think I might bring you back on the podcast (laughs) a few more times, so you'll be a familiar voice, and um, I would love for them to at least learn a little bit more about your journey. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to start with the first random question. What is one thing you do every day that's non-negotiable? Okay, that's gonna sound really crazy but I work in an office every day and I sit like a nine to five and I sometimes don't move out of my office for like eight hours so the one thing I do every day and it's not negotiable even if it's minus 30 outside is when I get home from work I always go for a walk whether it's just around the block because it's like really cold but I just that fresh air and that being able to like disconnect from work and go into like the evening mode to me is so important and I find just my mind my body I appreciate those walks so much so that's like one thing that I just I can't live without so I I, love that I feel like so many of life's problems can be solved through a walk and just the fresh air when it touches your face it just revives you I find Mm -hmm. after a long day and when in a nine to five it's really easy to not move is what I realize and when I got a Fitbit actually that's when I realized that I really wasn't active like at the office you don't realize like you can sit at the computer and just work on something and go to the bathroom and you're coming back and you're sitting right Mm -hmm. um and that made me realize I need to be more active in that sense so Mm -hmm. now non-negotiable no matter how cold it is, I always mm-hmm. take a walk after work. Yes, and you live, like, north of here, yeah. north of Toronto, <laughs> is which really... is even colder, so... In Toronto, people say it's cold, and I'm like, yeah. come to Ottawa, <laughs> and then we can relate. Then we'll talk. But yeah, I think that's such an important point, too, is that maybe some people don't realize how inactive they can be, mm-hmm. and I'm guilty of it, too. Like, if I have a, a day full of computer work... I'm probably not taking more than a thousand steps and that's pretty scary. I mean, just thinking about all the different disease and illness that can Mm -hmm. come from a lack of movement, it's just so important. And even if it is just a walk to separate your day from your night, it's a great habit to get into. So I think that's awesome. Cool. Okay. Now you can ask me any random (laughs) question. (laughs) Ooh. Um... If you could work anywhere and you weren't tied to Toronto, where would you go? Ooh, that is such a good question. 
a lot of me wants to say one of the warm places that I've been. Like I'm thinking, oh, it'd be great to go to Florida and spend more time or to South America. But one thing that Dave and I know for sure makes us so happy is being in the mountains. And so I feel as though the answer that comes to mind would be I would move to Switzerland with Dave and our dog, Abby, because um, they have like the most epic winters, tons of snow, could immerse ourselves in snowboarding. Uh, but they also have beautiful summers too. Oh, really? So it's not the cheapest country to be, so I would need like an <laughs> influx of money to also come to me if I were to do this. But we also spent a year living there and working there and just have like such a soft spot for it and we want to go back and again if we win the lottery one day we will totally buy a chalet there <laughs> but right now it's a bit out of our budget but yeah that would be where I would love to work I'd love to look out my office window and see mountains and see people enjoying nature for what it is and the people there are just so active on a daily basis they walk everywhere they're hiking every single weekend they love every season for the different activities that it brings. And I just think it's super um, inspiring to see mountains for me. So that's where I would go. I'll put that, that on my amazing. vision board. <laughs> okay, next question for you. Is there a book or a podcast or um, an article that you think everyone should read or listen to? That's a hard one. I know. It's very, it's a big question. That's a big question. Because I've been reading like a few like development books recently. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the one that I like personal development. Personal development. Just like being able to like have the confidence in yourself in a sense. Like I find like I do have a lot of dreams and a lot of visions and like I can see what like the best life that I want to live and mm-hmm. would be like. Um, but sometimes I just miss that confidence. So like recently I've been just like, people have been referring to me like all these personal development books and I find that they resound with me a lot more now. Maybe it's because I'm open to like all that and I am wanting to take some leap into um, being an entrepreneur and those have just like provided me like support but also the confidence to be like yes like I need to do this for myself but I'm trying to think of one specific one there's so many out there so many (laughs) and you're right like once somebody kind of opens up that world to you of personal development it's like whoa like I can improve myself and, and finally actualize my dreams and I don't have to be um the same for the rest of my life it's an incredible gift for someone to like pass along a recommendation for a book like that have you read you are a badass that's the one i just read about two months ago okay because when you said something (laughs) about like getting over your fears that's exactly the book i started to think about yeah because i saw the author spoke at an event in ottawa and i went to see her no way yeah she's amazing and i really wanted to get her book at the conference and i wasn't able to and i found it for like through a friend, like a book exchange. And when I read it, I was so happy. Like it just renowned, like resounded me so much. Huh. Highly recommend if you've never read that book to read it. 100%. It's, it's an easy read and it's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. There's so many parts where it's simple, but then it's just a nice reminder yeah. that you can do it. 
I was just in Florida with my sister and she's kind of on her own personal development journey and that's the book she bought at the airport and she was like, have you ever seen this book? I was like, yes, yes. everybody has seen it, duh. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it's such a, and she also has a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money. I don't know oh, if you've seen that, seen that one. It looks similar, but it has a blue or a green cover and that one's really great Is it the same too. author? Same author, okay. yeah. And uh, it's her second book uh, after she released You Are a Badass. But for anyone who needs to overcome money blocks, like mm. maybe you don't think you're worthy of being um, making a six-figure salary or maybe you're afraid to ask for a raise or don't want to launch a business because you feel like money is scarce, she just helps you overcome all of those objections to the fears and the different um different ways we all approach money yeah yeah oh i'll definitely have to keep an eye out for that for one sure. okay you can ask me one more question one more we'll... question okay <laughs> well because you asked me for the book i will turn back to you and say Ooh. what podcast have you been listening to that you would recommend oh gosh that is so challenging for me because i listen to a lot of podcasts lately i've been overwhelmed with how many i've subscribed <laughs> to so i'm trying to unsubscribe i will give a specific episode that i think anyone who wants to eventually start a business or is aspiring to be an entrepreneur or maybe they're new in business it's a specific episode, so it's the Ed Milet show, okay. and he interviews a guy named John Maxwell, okay. and John Maxwell is like the god of leadership. He's written, I think, 70 books. Wow. He's in his 70s, and oh, wow. he used to be a pastor at a church, and then people started coming to him for his wisdom on business because it was kind of overlapping, so he shifted into training CEOs and business owners how to step into their leadership and he really does like preach the message of what a good leader is so that episode it's Ed Milet is his show and then John Maxwell is the guest so I would suggest okay. um, going to seek out that episode but then other than that lately I have been obsessed and people have probably seen me post this with the skinny confidential and it is a girl named Lauren Everts and her husband who hosts this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, and I love um, just the guy-girl perspective. And they bring on guests uh, of all sorts. But they're usually talking about business and how people started their business. And Oh, really? I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Really, really catchy and addictive. So um, that's one. And then I feel like I have to also mention that it was one of the very first podcasts I ever listened to, the Rich Roll podcast. Oh. Um, he is like an endurance athlete turned entrepreneur, and I just love his story. And every week he has on the most incredible guests. So whether he's talking about diet or health or business or leadership, I mean, he just has it all. So Or oh. spirituality. He's got everybody. Perfect. So, yeah, that would be... And I could go on, but <laughs> I won't. Sometimes I think I need to limit my amount of podcasts because I kind of drown out my own thoughts with them. It, it's an easy deep hole. I also mm -hmm. have a lot, but I find them really good, like, on road trips. When I drive, like, all the way to Toronto or to Montreal, I always, instead of listening to music sometimes, I just... Yeah put that so you can go through quite a bit of mm -hmm. um yeah and you do a lot of driving yeah, exactly. like even just doing that drive once yeah. a month or once every few months that's a lot of time in the car yeah I think the cool thing about podcasting is that it's one of the only 
ways that you can learn while you're doing something exactly. else. Because you can't watch YouTube in the car. No. I used to get audiobooks yeah. to listen in the car, but they're also like... They're quite expensive. So mm, it's so true. They're very expensive. And podcasts are free. And they're free. So I've just now turned to podcasts and I'll listen to different genres while I'm driving. So I'm yeah. always like stimulated. And you get to learn. Yeah. So it's those five hours, I at least I feel productive. Mm-hmm. I'm still boggled when I meet people who don't know what a podcast is or listen to one. <laughs> I'm like, are you living under a rock? What do you do, do while you're driving? <laughs> What do you do while you're walking? But then I'm like, okay, maybe it's not for everybody. But even like my brother, I was like, you have to download because po- there's so many of them that I just feel like he would be so into. Mm-hmm. And until I said it to him, he was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I feel like I just changed his world. Yeah, I know. It's like giving someone the best gift, being like, here, explore how many millions of podcasts you can download for free. Maybe the one disadvantage is that there's so many that there's also a lot of bad ones that you have to decipher through. Yeah. But you can always just read the description, look at the guest, and you'll and know And there's so right many away. that people recommend. Yeah. And I find like when it's coming from a recommendation, usually someone has listened to it and said, okay, this would apply to you or you would really be interested in like the content of it. Yeah. So that also helps. Exactly. It's pretty common now for people to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do a whole episode on podcasts. <laughs> and we're recording one, so maybe we can dive into more of, yeah, just the logistics of it and which ones we love. But, um, okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. We'll keep this episode pretty short. Um, but as you know, I'm going through a launch of the Visionary Method right now, and it is officially starting on Monday, so if you're listening to this when the episode comes out, um, it's launching in a couple days. So I'm kind of in the thick of just promoting the program and really diving back into a lot of business basics, like following up with people and marketing and how can I spread this message. And so I thought this would be a good time just for um, the listeners to maybe learn a bit more about my journey of how I even started this whole thing and what got me into it. But do you have any questions you want to I don't know, ask maybe around, yeah, the business or this program that I'm launching, anything that comes to mind. Yeah, I have a few questions because I'm so curious about your journey. Um, I think like even with me personally, and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this, is when do you know to take the leap to quitting your full-time job to going straight into your business and taking that risk? Is there even like a sweet spot to do that or it's your gut? Like what did you go through to make that leap? Yeah, I like, I so struggle with this because I really do think that there are two different perspectives on it. And it's so funny that you ask that because last night I came home and my husband Dave was sharing a podcast episode he had just finished listening to and it was travis barker from blink 182 the band and travis barker was on the joe rogan podcast basically saying like he's i think i'm not super well versed on the music industry but i think he's the best drummer in the world like considered to be one of the most talented most skilled um obviously he toured with blink 182 and is still part of that but he also has done drumming for like countless other artists and something that he said in that podcast that Dave mentioned to me last night was that he said I never would have gotten to where I am as the best drummer 
if I wouldn't have gone all in, like literally quit everything, left everything behind, risked my entire life, um, slept on friends' couches, had zero dollars in my bank account, if I wouldn't have gone all in. So his perspective was, you know, you just got to go for it, put all your eggs in one basket to be the best at something. Whereas what I've done and my perspective is completely different. I've always played it more safe and decided to always have other means of financial income Mm -hmm. while I build this business on the side. And the money that I make from other jobs, Mm -hmm. I've always fueled into my own business. Where I think that maybe um, my perspective is not necessarily the right one is that it then takes longer to grow, Mm. right? It has taken me years to grow my brand and my business. Whereas perhaps if I went all in and if I didn't work for other people 30 hours a week while I was building this Mm -hmm. thing, I may have built the visionary method faster. I may have been able to enroll, you know, 50 students Mm. instead of 20. I will never know, but I've always played it safe in that way that I never wanted to put financial pressure on myself in order to build this business. So yeah, it's really interesting. I think that either of those perspectives is great because with Travis Barker, he's right. He never would have been the best in the world if he didn't devote all his time and energy to it. And I think there's really something to that. If you believe in yourself enough to quit and go all in on your dreams, I think you should do it. I think also it depends on like the type of person. Like some people are super risky and they just like jump zero to a hundred and others like like myself, a bit similar to you, I like to plan in a little bits mm-hmm. and then like take the leap when it's a bit more calculated. Yes. And I agree with you in the fact that there's no right or wrong on either path that you take. It mm-hmm. really has to focus in on like you and like what you feel more comfortable with at the end of the day it's so true yeah you're right you have to ultimately be um very confident in that decision and i think the reason why i went the path i did was because i wasn't confident in what i was building Mm -hmm. i knew i loved creating and Mm -hmm. sharing content and i knew i loved coaching people but i didn't have a concrete business plan in front of me Mm -hmm. that said here's what's gonna happen go all in whereas now I teach people to do that because I think there's so much uh, merit to sitting down and really getting focused and clear on what you're creating mm-hmm. so that you can go all in or mm-hmm. at least scale back on your other jobs and feel very certain that the plan you have in mm-hmm. front of you can come true. So, Were you worried when you were building it? Because there are like a lot of people that do similar things to what you're doing. Were you worried about the market and like how you were going to be different from the other business coaches? Like how Mm -hmm. did you say, there's so many people, but I will still take that leap and do that? Because that's hard when there's like so many people being coaches. How do you make yourself be different than Mm -hmm. them? I love that question. I always think back. So on my podcast about six years ago, I interviewed um, the founders of a company called Based Body Care, and they are um, two people that I used to work with at Vega. And I asked them this question. I was like, aren't you worried that the body care market is saturated? And he looked at me, and he's one of the smartest business owners I know, Phil, And he said, there's no such thing as saturation. He said, you know, that is really an excuse and you are unique 
in what you're creating. So if you are going to do it differently mm -hmm. than someone else and put your own spin on it, you are not entering a saturated market because you're going to stand out no matter what. So that really That's made really me shift my... Yeah. And he said it in a way more <laughs> like... It really hit me hard way. So I would encourage people to go check on that podcast. Um, it's one of the earlier ones with based body care. But I think I've always reminded myself that I know that the business coaching market is saturated. Same way that nutrition is saturated. Yeah. Personal training is saturated. Coffee shop owners are saturated. Um, anyone opening a business this, these days, I think, could look at their industry and go, there already are people mm -hmm. like me. And I feel like that's something that like a lot of people probably hold back from mm -hmm. going out and opening their business. Because yeah. that's a fear even for me. Like there's so many out there. How am I going to be different? Mm -hmm. like, I think the only way I was able to overcome that was to look at my past life experience, mm -hmm. even down to like my bartending job and my job working with kids and realizing that all of that past life experience has uniquely equipped me mm -hmm. to have a business that only I could have. Um, and when I think about how all that experience has brought me to where I am today, I realize that what I've created is drastically different than every other mm -hmm. business coach because just in one tiny example, as some people may know, I'm a nutritionist by trade, so that's what I used to practice as about seven years ago. And now that I teach a business coaching program, I talk about nutrition and wellness inside of that because I don't believe you can be a good business owner if you don't take care of yourself yeah, and your health. True. And so I've, I've infused my past life with my current life. And I think that that's what makes the program stand out mm -hmm. a bit is because I don't want to just talk about business all day. I want to make sure that my students take care of themselves mm -hmm. um, and operate at their peak capacity. So I think if you can remind yourself that you are super unique and that you did learn something from every job you ever had in the last 20, 30, 40 years, figure out what you learned from that and then infuse it into what you're creating and be unapologetic of how you like share that. Be like, I used to work with kids, so I'm really good at playing games in yeah. this new business, so come work with me or whatever the example is. So I think that that's, really that's nice. an opportunity. Cool. Any other questions or we want to wrap it up? <laughs> Maybe one more. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I'm an open book. So you're going to ask anything. <laughs> so knowing where you are now and where you were from day one, is there one thing that like looking back you would have changed like how you would have approached it or how you would have started from mm -hmm. the get-go or you're pretty Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> of course I would have changed a million or, things. Or maybe an advice for new entrepreneurs that they could learn from, yes. from your journey. Because often once you do it once, mm -hmm. you might be like, I would say that to my old self. Yeah, so I spend so much time self-teaching and I feel like that was insanely valuable. But when I hired a business coach who I really connected with, I was able to download her years and years of knowledge in a very short window of time. And I resisted doing that for so long. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to pay someone because I was like, I can teach everything to yeah. myself. But I think it's so important to either find a mentor, mm -hmm. find a business coach, find someone who's already done what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And 
figure out how you can work with them because it's going to fast track your success. Mm -hmm. I spent years feeling really unclear of what I was supposed to do and what direction to take my business. And that's because what I really needed was someone else's eyes to look at my business Mm -hmm. and help me. (laughs) And sometimes when you're in the grind of things, having those external eyes and a fresh Mm -hmm. mind probably really helped you to like kind of focus on where to focus. It totally did. So that was invaluable and I'm so glad I made the leap to do that because otherwise I still would have been in that like foggy, Mm -hmm. muddy water. And I know what that's like and I didn't know the way out of it, but I realized that almost every business has a mentor or a coach or a board of advisors or investors who give them consistent advice. And it's no different than when you're starting a business on your own, you should have somebody who's helping you. And you think about like even in a career, when you're growing into a career, usually people that grow fast also have a mentor that has brought them to their wings and like show them Mm -hmm. how to. Right. And I kind of see it in the same way. Yeah. And like, I'm sure you have a manager at work, right? Like, and usually your manager or, you know, someone who is above you Mm -hmm. or has been there longer, they're there to guide you. But then when you start your own business, if you're a solopreneur, you don't have that. Yeah. So it's important to mimic that structure and uh, bring someone else's guidance into your business, I think. Perfect. That's great. Okay, well, I'm so grateful that you were willing to jump in on this. How long did we talk for? 27 minutes. Oh, man. Okay, so it's going to be fun to record more of these. So if you're listening, you can expect more of these type of episodes. Let us know what you think. And if you want to hear more from Alex, definitely reach out and let us know because um, we will definitely plan to do more of these. Yes. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for listening to this episode of Visionary Life. Did you learn something new or are you inspired to take action on a new project? If so, please get in touch with me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell or in our secret Facebook community. Just search Visionary Life by Kelsey Rydell on Facebook. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps us share the stories of visionary entrepreneurs with more and more people. If you're interested in working with me, just head to KelseyRidal.com. And if you've been thinking about joining my 90-day business coaching program, please reach out and book a free 15-minute call with my love to chat with you. Have an incredible day.